This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Welcome to God, Goals, and Girl Talk, where we discuss living in the culture while living for the kingdom. Join in as we discuss how God's word applies to our lives in relationships, careers, and fulfilling our purpose. Girl, let's talk. Here's your host, Sharla Walker. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of God Goals and Girl Talk. I'm so excited this week to have Miss Brianna Lightfoot-Smith, one of my new friends. I'm so excited and so just grateful for just God divine connection. Um, she is the founder of Black Girls with Purpose. She is a wife, a mom, a podcast host, an author. She is all the things. Bree, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Absolutely. So can you tell us just a little bit more about yourself and your journey um, to being a Black girl with purpose? Absolutely. So um, people who are part of our Black Girls of Purpose community know that I struggled with suicidal thoughts as a teenager. And I think if you had told me at the age of 15 that God was going to somehow use all my pain, not only to motivate other people, but to inspire other movements, I'd have been like, nah, <laughs> you know, we always, we have a, a much smaller view of ourselves than God does. Um, but when when it comes to the journey to purpose, it really boils down to just being obedient and going to the different places that God was calling me, even when I didn't understand the path. And I still feel like that now. Like, I'm like, okay, God, you want me to write a book? Cool. Okay. You want me to do a workbook to go with it? Okay. Okay. You want me to do workshops? So it's literally just like following him is really what has led to me being a woman who's living on purpose. That's so good because I think that sometimes a lot of of us feel like purpose is the destination and it really is just the beginning that a lot of times it's once you discover what the purpose is the walk that like then you are really just getting started and it's not like oh I've arrived at my purpose it's like 
Oh, okay. Start a nonprofit. Got it. Go back to school. Check. Um, also, you know, like, like you said, start a podcast, do all the things um, that you're still navigating and you're continuing to have to lean not to our own understanding and to allow God to navigate those things um, and that he was able to use every piece, right? I would say that God, like every piece, every level, every degree of my raggedy, he understands and he will refine it and use it. Um, so what does purpose mean to you? And like, how does your faith play a role in you fulfilling your purpose? What I love that someone said a year or two ago was that your purpose is an assignment, right? So kind of speaking to what you were saying, it's not some place that you arrive. And I think if you treat purpose like that, then you never get there. If mm. you treat it like, okay, one day I'm gonna see like, this is what my purpose is. And so whenever I've looked at purpose as an assignment, again, it, it helps me in those moments where God's like, okay, do this. Okay, do this. And I've moved a lot over the past few years. Um, and that's understanding that my purpose is an assignment is really what helps me to let go of the vision that I had, it, you know, in, in a particular place, you can like, okay, I can see myself being here forever. Or, you know, you do a specific thing. And you're like, yes, this is the path. This is going to be like what I make a career out of. And then God switches it up on you. And so understanding that my purpose is an assignment. It's about serving wherever God calls me has really helped me to be flexible and then really stay rooted in my identity. Because if I understand who I am as a child of God, then I don't have to say, well, Lord, you know, I thought that the author part was the thing or the podcast host was the mm -hmm. thing or the the mom part was the thing or the, you know, the wife part was the thing. And so I think not tying my purpose to my identity and understanding it's an assignment. And when that assignment is fulfilled, God's going to give me a new assignment has really helped me to navigate that space. That's really good. I think that that is something that sometimes can keep us held in places and in seasons um, that have passed and we're still holding on and we're like, oh, something changed about you know, this area or something changed about this relationship. It's, it's not the same. I can't put my finger on it. And a lot of times we don't understand that that's an indicator that this season may be up um, and that we need to navigate to the, you know, move on to the next thing that we've been assigned um, to a, a place for a certain period of time. And then once God's purpose is fulfilled and not necessarily our own um, agenda, uh, but once his purpose is fulfilled, then we need to be obedient with moving on to the next thing. I really like that um, you said that it's an assignment and I was listening to your podcast and you were talking about how um, you're doing your business and Bible series and how a business or even like purpose, it solves um, a problem. Can you just talk a little bit more about um, being problem solvers? Absolutely. So when I think about business, when I think about ministry, um, and, and I think my husband's really good at this because he is someone who will observe a place first before taking action. He 
has worked a lot in the nonprofit space and he's worked a lot with, you know, volunteers and that kind of thing. And he has a, he has an engineering degree and an engineering brain. And so it's very easy for him to come in and assess and be like, this is what the problem is. But he's very good at taking a step back and allowing people to kind of show him what the problem is or what they think the problem is. And something that he said a few years ago to me, he was talking about wanting people to eat healthier. And he was saying like, if they don't see it as a problem, if they're fine with the way that they eat, then you coming in and saying, I'm going to help everyone eat healthier. They like, we don't want that, you know? (laughs) So when I think about businesses, I think that that's something I've had to learn over time. And sometimes it can be harder as a woman of faith, because there have been things where I'm like, Lord, I know you told me that this was the idea or this was the thing and it's not working out. So I'm not understanding why, you know, people aren't flocking to this t-shirt design or flocking to this product. And I've had to see that sometimes even if you are filling a need, you have to position it in a way that people understand that it is a need that they have. And Mm -hmm. so I think about our Activate community. And when we first launched, I was like, I'm gonna get women together and we're gonna help them scale their businesses and get clear on their branding and do it. And so we had a pilot program of 15 women. And when I asked them what they loved the most, they were like, I like the accountability. I like that when I come in here and I have an idea, people help me to flush it out. And so mm-hmm. I've been thinking on this larger scale and women who are in my community are like, no, I just like having someone who's going to check in on me. And a lot of them, again, I'm thinking that they're trying to do this big thing. And they're like, hey, I just, I have a book that I want to write and I need someone to help me write it. I, you know, or I need yeah. someone to make sure that I get it done. I have a podcast that I want to launch. I need someone to check in and say, hey, it's October 15th. You said you were going to launch that podcast. And so that really helped me to rebrand the offering and say, we're helping women of faith in business turn their ideas into action. Like, because I know I've been in that place too, where you have all these things, mm-hmm. you got all of the, the, I mean, literally I'm in my closet right now, looking at all the ideas and all the plans and my divine inspiration board and things that I haven't necessarily moved forward with sometimes because God's like, not yet, but then other times just because I don't have the strategy. And so being able to provide women with that strategy is not something I realized that I was very well versed in until I went and actually asked them and said, well, what do you like about this? That's so good. And, and to also too, to get the feedback and your husband is an engineer, but engineers clearly think like nurses because I'm like, yeah, like you have to want the change. Um, and that's so funny because before I started, um, my nonprofit and before I started Goggles and Girl Talk, me and my friend, we had started a program, like a health literacy program called Your Health is Lit. Now look, in our heads, it was fire. I was like, God told us to do this. It was so great because we were empowering people, you know, black and brown people to become literate in their health. It bothers me that, you know, black and brown people, we are always top of the list for disparities, top of the list for um, morbidity and mortality. And I'm like, we're about to do something about this girl. That thing was like, "Eh." (laughs) we had some success. Um, But again, it was one of those things where I was looking to engage a younger audience. And when I was talking to my husband about it, he was like, but if they don't feel like they need that, that's not what's important to them. um, Then that's, that's why you got like 
your aunties and them, <laughs> right? And to that group of people, you know, I, I really do believe being faithful with the little things, right? So we started that podcast and that program and we were faithful with it. And it prepared me for where I am now uh, with God Goals and Girl Talk because I'm like, I know how consistent you have to be when you have a podcast now. I've learned those lessons. Um, and so that pilot program, you, you know, you took the opportunity to learn those lessons. And so I think that that is really, really good. And so again, to piggyback off of that, um, what are some things that you feel like are most critical or some of the most critical mistakes um, you've seen others make when they're looking to walk in their purpose? That's a good question. What are some of the critical mistakes I've seen people make when it comes to walking in their purpose? I think going after the shiny thing and not the small thing. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, I mean, you know, not everybody's purpose is attached to a platform and people not everybody's trying to go and serve, you know, in the inner city schools. Not everybody's trying to go and start, you know, a clinic. Not everybody is trying to, like, go feed the homeless underneath their bridge. And while, of course, we know as Christians, we are called to serve in, in various capacities, right? And it's like, okay, well, if this person lives by your house and you pass them by them every day on your way to work yeah you probably should like minister to this person but I find that sometimes we ask God well what is the assignment and he tells us and we like no <laughs> that can't be it you know I just I don't feel like he would tell me to do that and um, I know for me I think another thing that people something that I have done and that I, I know other people do is trying to rush the pace mm. of their purpose if that makes sense yep yeah we um we talked about like having to trust the process and I did an episode that talked about how the process is better than the purpose like I've learned more on this journey of you know being consistent of um setting boundaries you learn a lot along the way as you navigate through the assignments, it's almost like going to school. Like you do the assignments, you take the test, and then like you get the degree, <laughs> you get the degree. Um, and so just being able to go through that process and know that there are no, like God makes no mistakes and he uses every piece. Um, so even again, you know, like your health is lit didn't end up being this international, like, cause in my head, I was like, it's going to be international. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. And that's not what happened, but we did get, you know, some great feedback from people who were really appreciative. Um, we even brought it back at the beginning of the year when COVID first started. So it's, it is great and it served its purpose for the assigned time. Um, and so, but along the way, you know, you learn those skills and you're able to transfer them um, into what you're doing next. Yeah, I think, again, I just, I have gotten to a place where, and I, I, I sometimes I check in with God, I'm like, I don't think I'm apathetic, but, you know, I used to be so attached to every single thing that God said 
to the point where if it didn't happen in the timing that I thought, then it, I would go through these bouts of like deep sadness. And I was just like, sis, some got to change. You can't keep being like, the Lord is going to do it. He didn't do it. The Lord is going to do it. He didn't do it. You know, it, like it's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for your children. It's not healthy for your marriage. Like, and so I think that detaching myself from the outcome and just being like okay god what do you have for me today like how can mm-hmm. i serve today has really helped and i think even me being a stay-at-home mom for the past few years has helped me because i was i was definitely all about the things that were public you know and 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 so even when i spoke about going people going for the shiny things and not necessarily like the submissive things like that applies to me because mm-hmm. i was all about writing books and doing tours and talking on stages and stuff but when God was like go home I was like like for the night or you know what you, what you mean go home and I mean and 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 it got to a place where he removed the desire for me to do anything else but be at home with my children and I yeah. told my my mom uh you know I think that my children have turned me into a, like a little, I never, I didn't have any piece of introvert in me. And now I'm like, I've got to put clothes on, you know, I'm just like, yes. there's a lot of effort between that objective and like where I am now. Yeah. Um, but I've learned balance and I've learned that the work that I do with my children, I won't say far exceeds anything that I'll do in the public sphere because I know God uses everything, but I just know that if I was a public success and private mess, as I've heard Patrice Washington say and Tiffany Huff say, uh, I, I, I know that if I'm on stages and preaching the gospel, but my children don't see the gospel lived out in my life, like what am I really doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And that's something too, you know, we don't have babies yet, but that is part of the reason why, like in the season that I'm in with God, where I'm like, okay, God, I need to find something that I can do from home because I want to be able to be home because my my household, my first ministry, my first uh, purpose is this family that you gave me. So even now with my husband and my two dogs, like again, finding that balance because there's a lot of people, all the single sisters be out here like, oh, I can't wait. It's a full-time job and a half. So just, so just know, um, you know, like marriage is, is a, a full-time commitment. And that comes before um, this podcast, before even my career, you know, there's an order to it. Because again, like you said, like if I can be out here, I can, you know, speak in tongues and do all this and I can pray the walls down. But if my marriage is a mess and I'm not able to be a reflection of Jesus to the people who are closest to me, then, you know, it's really out of order. And so I think that that is a a really critical piece is, again, like you said, to not despise those small things that, and I've said that before on the show, like every purpose don't have a platform. Your purpose may be if you are the teacher at the inner city school, that these kids know that this is a safe space for you. Um, Even though I don't desire to be at my job full time, I mentor so many people not even on purpose <laughs> at my job. They come knock on my door. They know that I have this open door policy and they know that all my good advice comes from the Bible <laughs> because that's what it is. Um, and it it 
has allowed me to see that God will use you in whatever position that he puts you in. And so it may not be a stage, but we are always to be, um, you know, a reflection of who God is, no matter where we are. Hey guys, hope you are enjoying the show. Look, take a minute to go ahead, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode, and leave a review. We love to get feedback from our listeners, and doing this will help us get advertisers that are relevant to our audience. So if you have been blessed by God Goals and Girl Talk, if this is your favorite time of the week, is to spend it with me. First of all, God bless you, sis. I love you. But take some time to go ahead and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode or a bonus episode, and make sure that you leave a review. Now let's get back to the show. Hey guys, it's your girl, Charlotte Walker, the host of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. I am here to talk to you today about starting your own podcast. If you want to start your own podcast, I'm going to share my podcasting secrets with you. I use a program called Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way for you to make a podcast. First off, it is free 99, costs you no money at all. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, and many more platforms. You can make money with your podcast, getting your coins with no minimum listenership. It is everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you are wanting to do something new in 2020, you want your voice to be heard, you want to start a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Now let's get back to the show. What inspired you to help other women operate in their purpose? It was a couple things. The first thing was when we partnered with Essence Festival in 2018 for a entrepreneurship workshop for teenagers. And there are about 50 teenagers there. And I walked them through this worksheet that had them outline their gifts, their talents, you know, their passions, uh, just how I have it in the book. And hearing them then we did like a hot seat round and there were about five girls who came and sat in the hot seat and thought through different ideas and hearing their ideas and these businesses I was like lord I wish I had a thousand dollars to give each one of these girls that came up here because they just had such innovative ideas and so seeing that made me think like man how can I get involved more with the entrepreneurship side? Because Essence came to me and asked me to teach about entrepreneurship. I had never taught a class about entrepreneurship before, have, you know, outside of what I do for my specific Black Girls of Purpose community, have not, that's not something that I do give keynote speeches on, that kind of thing. And so I just didn't realize how much I had a passion for it. And then last year, when we held our one-year podcast anniversary event, 
it was a similar experience where there were women in there who had these ideas and I had them group up and talk about, you know, what were some of the fears holding them back from moving forward with their idea that they had? Who are some of the people that God has probably placed around them that should be a part of their team? And walking around and hearing their ideas, I was just like, I want more of this. And I know that for me, even though we both were talking offline about how running a business is like not for the faint of heart. And I tell people all the time, it is a calling in the same way that anything else you do for God is a calling. And you need to know that you are called to entrepreneurship before you pursue it. Because if you're not called and you're just doing it because of what you think it's going to do for you, you're in the wrong field. So um, just seeing people's ideas come to life, like that lights me up. And I love hearing about how someone's about to launch their own product line or, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna do an eyelash line. Just like those kinds of things excite me. And so being able to combine all of that, I was like, you know what? Instead of just being like, super excited when I see a friend post that they're starting a business, like what if Black Girls of Purpose becomes that pipeline? for people who can come in and say, hey, I have this idea. And then by the time they end their time with us, whether that's because they bought a product or they've gone through our Activate community, or you know, even if they've listened to a Bible study on our podcast and they're like, that's all I needed, I'm gonna be obedient, I got it, you know, whatever it is, to be able to say, to be able to see that kind of influence means a lot to me because I understand the impact of people walking in their purpose because that's where I, 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 I tie me walking in my purpose even to Priscilla Shire's book uh, A Jewel in His Crown that I read either very early on in college or very late in high school and I remember being like wow you know this book has changed my life it's changed my perspective on myself and so to be able to be that for someone else is a real big deal to me because I know that they're also going to be able to have that impact within their own ministry. Priscilla Shara be out here changing lives through the word of God because my first book that I read I would say when I got saved saved and I quit playing games um, when I got saved saved was fervent like it's change the game for me um so that's like that's yes you better have a copy <laughs> um it really changed the game for me and I just I I love that and it's it's that same feeling that I feel like that you know the way that you light up when you see other women um you know walking in their purpose is that same feeling of like when somebody for me too. And honestly, that really is what it's about. It's not even about, you know, chasing a bag or getting clout, but really like, I want y'all to know the gifts that God gave y'all so y'all can go do that. And then in the process, there's more and there's more and there's more people being drawn to Christ. Um, I think that that is just so, so dope. Uh, you mentioned that you heard people's fears of you know, starting their own business and really stepping out, what were some of the fears that really like struck you? Honestly, the biggest one is just not knowing where to get started. And that's why in my, in the business and Bible study series that we're doing right now, the first episode is you have to start somewhere, like just start. If, it, mm -hmm. if it's not the right, 
you don't know if you're starting at the right place until you start. And I mean, even as I'm saying this, I'm thinking about a woman who was at the event last year and this year she launched a bakery. Now, mind you, her nine to five, she's in HR and she works for, I think, General Motors. And so you wouldn't look at her and be like, she's a baker. But when I tell you sis's cupcakes and cakes look like something you would see on food network Network, it's just crazy like it's just really crazy and so um but I think a lot of people just get caught up in where to start um they they get caught up in the branding they get caught up in the you know the a lot of stuff that people see and they don't necessarily work out the systems which Mm -hmm. is another piece it's like okay you start and before you start, if you can, because and that I I know, I know a lot of us wing it as we go, but if you can create at least a few systems, because guys gonna throw some wrenches in there anyway, but create a few things that are like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. And so God says, No, you're not. Um I, that's happened a lot with Black Girls of Purpose with events that I would say, you know, I used to plan our events a year in advance. I'm like, okay, January, we're gonna do this, February, this, da 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 da. And when I did that, I I was doing that for the first time in 2018 and we made it January through um, May. And then God was like, okay, you're done. Like, you know, then June was when we did Essence and then after, or July was when we did Essence. And then after that, it was just, he was like, okay, now we're going to bring it back. And then we did the podcast that fall, but even then he didn't tell me we were going to do the podcast in the fall. And so it's kind of that knowing that a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps, but then also knowing you have to take a step. Like you're not, you're not going to get any further direction if you don't take a step. And I hate hearing, not hate like the person like, oh my gosh, you're getting on my nerves. But like, it breaks my heart when I hear people who are like, oh yeah, I've been thinking about that for some years now. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you doing? You know, like yeah. what? And, 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 and then also I know that there are people who are in environments where that's just not encouraged where they're like oh honey that's so cute but no Mm -hmm. this is what pays your bills this is what needs to get your attention um and that's another reason why I started our activate community because a lot of the women who are in our activate community are the only people who desire to be entrepreneurs in their family or amongst their friend group and you know your friends be like okay girl you got another launch great (laughs) like yes cool and 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 really good friends will even be like girl send me the kickstarter link when you start to save some money up for this or whatever Mm -hmm. or send me the product link when when it goes live but it's different having a community of women who are also building something and seeing that other people don't understand it either but are still having the faith to start somewhere yeah I always I love it's one of my favorite stories in the bible is the story of Noah and the ark and it it's core it seems very like okay God told him to do something he did it (laughs) right but I always try to place myself there like can you imagine like there is no rain in sight that was like build a whole entire ark (laughs) like had Noah been disobedient and never started when the rain would have started it would have been a problem for him too and I'm sure people were laughing at him talking about him calling him crazy and I feel like when we do a lot of these things that God calls us to, it does seem like it's crazy because God does things in ways, because his ways are higher than our ways, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. When he calls us to take action, it's not going to make sense to people around you. Um, And I always talk about just how it's so important to um, 
to kind of nurture that thing. And so that's why I love that you have this community that you've built because it that idea is in a place where even though it may be premature, it's almost like the NICU, right? Like it's a place where it's premature where this thing can be fed, nurtured and cared for because there are like starting a, a brand or building a, a thing or whatever, it is not for the faint of heart. There are going to be some no's. There are going to be some hard no's. There are going to be some disappointments. Um, but knowing nothing is more satisfying than that that well done. Like when you have that well done moment with God, like, see, girl, you did what I told you to do. And I'm so proud. Um, to me, that honestly is what keeps me going because I've had a couple of those along the way. Um, and I think that that is a good way to know uh, when you're on the right path. So my question to you is, what are some indicators um, that someone could use to know that they may be walking in their purpose? I like to call them, and it's not something that I just say, a lot of people talk about God winks, and I've experienced that. Like, And something that one of our guests on the Black Girls of Purpose podcast said that I love, she said, where does God show you favor? Um, and that has really stuck out with me because if God don't want something to happen, baby, you could try all you want to. It's not happening. Like, and you know, sometimes when you get frustrated, like, well, Lord, why does this keep not working? He's like, cause that's not the path. So for me, it's little God wings. Sometimes it's, I mean, it literally might be a direct message on Instagram that happened to me earlier this year where I was just about to stop with the black girls of purpose podcast i'm like lord we've been consistent you know and i don't know what specific results i was hoping to see but our listenership had started dropping and i'm like oh i know you lie <laughs> like forget this you know <laughs> this is too much work i'll be away from my kids i'll be recording these episodes in my closet like and y'all not listening to work <laughs> so i was about to be done um especially with the pregnancy i'm like okay lord uh, again the assignment is shifting and that's one thing that God has helped me with when he, he says move I'm like all right cool bye love y'all he got to tell me more now to get me to stay somewhere because if it comes to leaving I'm like bye he's like no 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 you misread what I was saying yes. so it, it can be a direct message on Instagram right before we were about to before I was about to stop um, someone messaged me and they said, Hey, I just stumbled upon your podcast. I've been binge listening to it. It's amazing. Thank you so much for your obedience. Please don't quit. And I just looked at God like, okay. <laughs> or it can be, you know, you're praying for something and someone reaches out and they're like, Hey girl. Yeah. I don't know if you need a website, but you know, I'm starting a website business and I would do yours either for free or like at a lower rate because I, you know, I'm just getting started or you are looking for a board member and someone's like, Hey, I heard you're starting a nonprofit. And I think this girl will be a really good secretary. Like these kinds of things where God is opening doors and you are not having a struggle for it. Even with this pitch competition that I'm about to be a part of. Like when I tell you what, I applied this summer and was applying to every grant, anything. I was like, yep, yep, whatever, Black girl, yep, I'm applying for that, huh? Minorities, yep, gonna apply for that. And when they reached out to me, I was like, what? <laughs> like, what is this? I did not even remember applying. And they said, oh, yeah, we, we, we saw your application months ago. We just don't reach out to the contestants until it's closer to the competition. And, like, all these little things are things where I'm like, okay, God, I know I was ready to lay it down, 
but you keep I, I think about the scripture um that says you will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way of the Lord walking in. And so it really is like that. Sometimes you will hear him, whether audibly or just a feeling in your spirit, or people will tell you, girl, keep doing what you're doing. We need it. Like that, that's what, how God has spoken to me is those confirmations or those messages or those encouragements or the opportunities that pop up where you're like, okay, don't even remember applying for that. I mean, I even think about my book, Walking on Water, the 21 day devotional on faith. I had written the book and I was going to self-publish like I had with my previous books. But for some reason, like whenever I would try to format the book or lay it out or do the editing, I just couldn't get, I couldn't get with it. So I stopped and I fasted and prayed for, it might've been a week. And second day into my fast, I get called by this publishing house called Covenant Books, which is, they focus specifically on Christian literature. So they're like, hey, we got your contact information. We're gonna send you over a packet. And I'm like, Lord, you giving people my phone number now? Because I know I have never heard of this company before. Um, but where I was looking to be like, okay, maybe I'm just having a bad week. God was like, no, it's not, you're not, you're not grace for that because this book is gonna be published through a company it's not going to be a self-published thing mm -hmm. so, so it's just it's just all those little nudges and confirmations and again the place where there is not a ton of resistance and understand like I'm not saying if there's resistance or if it's tough that's not your purpose but God knows us well enough to know okay this is not a trying moment for her like if she got to try too hard with this she's gonna walk away so I'm just gonna hand it to her Mm -hmm. and then the trials will come later <laughs> and, right, and then right. she'll be like well I know God told me to do this that's so awesome so okay so I know this may be a tough question but you know we really you know because we are God goals and girl talk so I want to know what is your most valuable lesson you've learned um as you like along your faith walk with God I know that there's probably a ton um but what is the lesson that you've taken away um, that has carried you kind of and really stood out to you since you began your walk with God? That God is trustworthy. You better say that with conviction. Like I just, you know, I think that's, that's something that the enemy is constantly trying to convince us is not the case. Like, oh, well, if you trust God, what's going to happen? You know, like, what, well, what if you do this? and he's trustworthy there's nothing there's no place I've ever followed God where he's abandoned me and there's never been an assignment that I've done where he's like oh sorry you know and he's like this is where I get off like it's just never been that even in moments when I felt like I was by myself I shared on another podcast how when Black Girls of Purpose first got started we got this partnership with the New Orleans Recreation Development Commission and we were going to be able to uh, they gave us 16 weeks of free space to host our programming and out of 16 weeks two girls came on different weeks so most days it was me and God and I'm like okay you know I'm in the room and I'm going through the lesson like people are in there and a year maybe a, maybe even a whole year and a half later that same curriculum that I did by myself in the room with God the Urban League paid us four figures to deliver for, for eight weeks 
to a specific school. And so just thinking like, man, I could have looked at that as time wasted, but understanding God doesn't waste anything. He had me develop that curriculum. Even though I was like, I don't even know how to write a curriculum. He had me develop the curriculum. He had me go through the exercises. He had me to see what things worked, what things didn't, even while I was by myself, because he's trustworthy. And, you know, there's a scripture in Psalms that talks about how all of God's commandments are trustworthy, like he's faithful. And so that's really what I've learned over the years is that even in the midst of me being in obedience and being like, I'm not really sure how you about to work this thing out. When I get to the other side, I'm like, okay, it worked out. It was fine. It was fine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, that's one thing that has helped me so much because even other people will get you to doubt what God says. Like, oh, honey, I don't know if God will really tell you to do that. Or, you know, what the devil speak to what? <laughs> like people just be saying anything. But when you have that conviction and when you see how God has worked, you're like, no, this is going to be fine. Even if, it, if the outcome is not what I am anticipating, there's still something behind this that I can trust. And so I'm going to go with it. That is so, so good. I just love, like, I could do this all day. Like, what? Tell us some more. <laughs> um, so we, I just thoroughly appreciate you just sharing that because I feel like, you know, we are all experts in our own lives and in things that we've experienced. And so I feel like, you know, it's one thing for me to talk about my walk and how, you know, God has navigated, but it's to me always so fascinating to hear like, dang girl, and then what girl? And then the urban week, yes, God better come through. Like that is so, so good. Um, And it really encourages me, you know, to um, even just listening. So I just appreciate you um, sharing that. So can you tell our listeners just a little bit more as to where they can find you, where they can connect with you um, and about all the things that you have going on with Black Girls With Purpose? Absolutely. So first things first, um, definitely listen to our podcast, subscribe to our podcast, Black Girls With Purpose podcast. That's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Stitcher, Spotify, all the places where podcasts are, you can find us there. Um, I would also say that if you feel like you are in a place where you don't know where to start, um, you can download our priorities playbook if you go to blackgirlswithpurpose.org forward slash playbook, and that'll help you kind of do a brain dump of all the things that are in your head and then boil it down to, okay, this is what I feel like God has said based off of what my priorities are in this season. And then if you are a woman of faith and business who needs assistance turning your idea into action, then definitely sign up for our Activate community. You can do that by going to blackgirlsofpurpose.org forward slash activate. And then if you just want to be Instagram friends, then we are on Instagram at blackgirlsofpurpose. Perfect. Bree, thank you so, so much again for being on the show. I just we got to do this again because this was so great. Like one episode is not, is not enough. Listen, we can break it all down. You just let me know the place and the time. Yes, yes. Okay, guys. So as always, remember to love God, love people and love yourselves. And I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you for joining us for another episode of God, Goals and Girl Talk. 
Email your questions to godgoalsandgirltalk at gmail.com to have them answered on the show or have a topic you'd like to hear discussed. Looking for a community of women who love God and live for the kingdom? Join our community, Hearts Over Habits, on Facebook. Like us on Instagram and check out our monthly God, Goals, and Girl Talk online events on Eventbrite. Remember, above all else, guard your heart. We'll see you next week. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.